You're listening to your superpowered mind on the Superpower Up podcast, the show that investigates the innate power within your brain to create lasting change. Hi, everybody. Welcome to your superpowered mind. I'm your host, Kristen Maxwell. And in this show, we explore the process of transformation and give you tools and strategies you can use to transform your own life. Today, we are going to be talking to Rita Rivera about how to improve your posture to strengthen self-esteem. Rita Rivera is a former professional dancer, choreographer, and studio owner whose lifelong dance training and passion for the healing arts has been the foundation for developing classes that use movement and awareness to facilitate insight, transformation, and integration of the body, mind, and spirit. Rita offers restorative movement and dance classes and workshops, along with Alexander Technique and Melt Method classes. She is a posture coach and works with people to build awareness around unconscious patterns that directly contribute to chronic stress, discomfort, and pain. Rita, welcome to your superpowered mind. Thank you so much. I'm really happy to be here. We're excited to talk to you about, you know, I'm very curious about this link between our bodies and, you know, what we're doing in our head. So um, my first question is always, what superpower did you uncover as the result of mastering your mind? You know, I would say that my superpower is being a teacher. And with the mastery of the mind, I feel that I blossomed even more. And I was present in a way that was really effective for my students and also allowed me to blossom. Okay. And so what do you mean? Like what, how has that changed as you showed up, you know, as a teacher and how you are present? Yeah. So, you know, I would say that there are many different pieces that have to come together for this mind mastery. And everyone's journey is a little bit different. And I think mine really started as a young dancer, because what you learn, especially if you're interested in, you fall in love with dance, which is what I did, that you learn about discipline. And if you're interested in becoming a professional dancer, you are in class every day. Um, maybe not Sunday, but mostly every day. And you're driven and it's not something that you uh, are dreading, but you want to go. So it builds a sense of discipline. And I think that discipline in terms of mastery of your mind, that discipline is a component. And so I learned that at a young age. And the other important factor in terms of this mastery of your mind is the work that I've done in the shamanic world. And I've traveled to Peru several times working with the Quechua shaman. And that brings in another component of working with mind. And it works with your spirit body. It works with your luminous field. It works with your blueprint. So I think for me, I always knew I had a gift for teaching. I started teaching dance at a young age. And I enjoy teaching. And I found that in this journey of unfoldment for myself, and working for this mind mastery that my ability to teach became more articulate 
And it wasn't based on ego or unconscious patterns, but it allowed me to be more present in present time. And if you can show up for your students in being able to hold that sense of presence, then I think that you can be an excellent teacher. Yes, there's so much good in everything that you said right there. And again, this is, I don't want to go too far off the side, but one of the um, factors that I resisted for a long time about this idea of, you know, mastering your mind, of getting out of, you know, anxiety and stress is that it takes discipline. I I didn't like that. Like this (laughs) idea that I was undisciplined. Mm. You know, in the thoughts that I was choosing and how I was showing, choosing to show up, I felt powerless. So it's a very interesting process. So thank you for calling that out. Yes. So, you know, when we're, I'm really curious, you know, what one of the things that you talk about in your work is that our posture reflects our life. So yeah. tell me a little bit more about that concept. Yes. So let's just take a few examples. So uh, one example would be a few years ago, I worked with a young girl. I got a call from her parents. She was around 12 and she had to have brain surgery. And at this point, I don't remember if it was two or three surgeries, but they noticed that she was constantly dropped forward after her surgeries. And I guess they heard about the Alexander Technique, they heard about me, and they called and they brought her in. And the Alexander Technique is really very gentle, and it's non-manipulative. It really is about building awareness of how you use yourself. And so I did several sessions with her, and sometimes it's hard to know um, exactly what they're experiencing on the outside, but her mom came in one day, and she said that she was watching her daughter across the room, and she was a little bit hunched forward, and all of a sudden, she started to straighten her spine. So she could see that the work that we were doing really impacted her on an unconscious level, and we were starting to repattern after her surgery. So when people do go through surgeries or they have injuries, oftentimes the body will take on some sort of stress from that. And if you don't intercept that stress, you're going to set up a trajectory that your body is going to go in a certain way. So the Alexander Technique really brings awareness to your posture and to your use. Like right now, we're sitting at our desks. And what and how are we patterned in our sitting? And are we collapsed? Is the head forward? And certainly people who work in front of a computer all day, or not to mention phones, right? We're holding our head down. We're constantly setting up these trajectories in the body that are moving us away from a balanced posture. And in that imbalance, we're creating oftentimes patterns that's setting us up for pain and discomfort. Ah, yes, I can see that. So you're talking about actually, I want to, we're going to have to go to a break right now. Yes. But I'm curious about how um, people go about intercepting the stress. So don't answer that now, but and how that impacts posture and, you know, issues around strengthening self-esteem. But before we go to break, if people want to learn more about the work that you do, where can they find you? So my website is my name, RitaRivera.com. 
And I also have a new program that's out, which is a 28-day posture program called Your Brilliant Back. So you can either go to my website, com or yourbrilliantback.com. Perfect. And it just for some reason, at least on my Zoom recording, it cut out. It's yourbrilliantback.com. Yes. Great. We'll be back in just a moment. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Your Superpowered Mind, and we are talking to Rita Rivera about how our posture is related to body mind balance and even self-esteem yes so so let's say that our we are feeling some sort of stress you know just in our work whether it's surgery or not you know just dealing with that yes and it starts to impact i know that with myself and with my you know friends and children you can see people starting at periods to become more slumped, you know, the right. posture. Mm-hmm. So what, how do you go about um, working with the posture mm-hmm. to, to not be so slumped and collapsed? Right. So it's a process like anything else, because if you really want long lasting results, then you have to be able to apply yourself and pay attention and learn something learn something new. And in my program, You're Brilliant Back, you know, I've, I've, I've found a way after, you know, teaching this material for 30 plus years and also my own experience in dealing with injury, being a dancer and some chronic issues that I've had, that there's a way that you begin. So the program gives you these little, little bites over 28 days. Um, in the Alexander world or in the Alexander work, we develop awareness of our use. And that happens with the teacher's gentle hands-on work. Again, the work is non-manipulative. And it guides you into a somatic experience with what's going on in your body. So it, it can sometimes be very meditative, actually. And when people start to adjust and start to make these changes, it happens on a subtle level. And that's really... A foundational piece. If you move slowly and you start to think and feel about what's going on in your body, it can contribute to long-term changes in the body. So that's really one of the secrets is you want to work subtly to begin to experience how you can shift through your posture. And it absolutely shifts and changes your sense of self-esteem. And as we talked about earlier, you know, your body really reflects what's going on in your mind and your thinking. So if you're someone who has a lot of stress 
and uh, who is feeling maybe depressed, there's a tendency to collapse in the chest, the sternum or the breastbone is a little collapsed in the chest. And as you begin to uh, unwind through that pattern, you can come up into a fuller sense of your posture and that impacts you emotionally, it impacts a lot of different aspects, especially self-esteem and confidence. Right, that makes sense. Sorry, I've got a dog who's barking in the background. <laughs> Quite excited. Um, my, oh, sorry, my question would be: Is you know, one of there's this idea that um, you know, if we're collapsed, we want to go to the gym. You know, that we want to go and strengthen certain muscles that are holding us. What? Um, it sounds as if the Alexander technique is quite different. Right. And let me tell you, the gym is great. And also building like Pilates and other things that build muscle, core muscles, all that is fine. And it's something that I feel too at this stage of my life that, you know, it's important to have good muscle tone. So, but here's the trick is that if you're unconscious and let's say you have a really uh, bad pattern of carrying your head forward, you're on your computer a lot, or maybe you play an instrument, you're sitting at a piano, and you're reading your music, and your head is, is way forward of your, uh, of your ribs, that if that's your underlying pattern, and you go to the gym, and you're working out with that pattern in place, you're going to have diminished returns, because... Imagine if you walked in a gym and you felt free in your body and you understood your balance and you understood posture and you were uh, freer in your joints. You had more of a fluid sense of your spine and then you go into a workout, you're going to have a, a, a greater benefit. And also, again, your experience of your body is going to be more heightened because you're not building muscle on top of stress patterns. Right. So in other words, we can almost get ourselves muscly in and holding ourselves in a forward hunched position. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, you know, it's interesting because I know we chatted a little bit about the Grand Canyon. And, you know, several years ago, uh, my fiance and I, we took a, um, uh, one of those five-day rafting trips through the Grand Canyon. And it was really a huge highlight. But the one thing that was, that was so fascinating to me is that there was a gentleman on the boat who looked like he had walked off of the cover of Mr. Universe. I mean, ripped, just muscles, like no fat on his body. He was young, probably worked out at the gym several hours a day. And for uh, those of you who don't know about the Grand Canyon, you know, when you're on these rafts, you go through one day of really, really big water and you're on these pontoon boats and there are directions that you have to follow to stay safe because, you know, you can hurt yourself and you get thrown off the boat. So the interesting thing was the day that we went through those really rough high waters, that this gentleman held on with so much might in his body and his muscles that he actually tore his bicep. So, and it was so fascinating to me because, you know, I was on the boat and I'm moving and I'm flowing and I'm, my, my joints are free. And my muscles are responding to the currents that it was, you know, it was an, a fun experience to go through those rapids. So the other part of, of, really finding that place of balance in the body 
are understanding some of the different systems that we have in our body. And one of them is a fluid system. And most people don't have much of a relationship with what that means and how that contributes to posture. And uh, that's another component that I will bring into some of the work of looking at these different systems. So what do you mean then about the fluid system? Is that an actual system or is it as getting us to move fluidly? No, absolutely. It's an actual system. I mean, and there are many different types of fluids in the body. You know, most people who don't really know that much about even that will say, oh yeah, you know, we know that we're made up mostly of water. That's why we need to hydrate. I mean, we have blood. I mean, that's a <clears throat> blood is like a transportation system in our body. That's a fluid system. We have synovial fluid that surrounds our joints, which gives us the ability to find that articulation in our joints. That's a fluid. We have fluid on the insides of the cells. You know, so we are composed of a lot of fluid. And there are ways that you can sort of dial up that somatic awareness that if we are 60 to 70% water or fluids in our body, then for most people, it's not even on the radar in terms of thinking about that and how that fluid balance is part of the way we move and part of the way we can experience our bodies. Huh. So are you saying, so with your work, do you, is it getting, well, I guess I'm confused. So do you get people to, how do you get them to become aware of the fluid in their bodies? So, you know, oftentimes when I'm working with someone who's like very stiff, like take this gentleman, for example, who comes in, he's just real muscle. He's so in, um, invested in the muscular skeletal system that that's his like whole world. So mm-hmm. what I would, how I would guide him is to, you know, because I wouldn't say to someone, I want you to feel your blood. Um, but, or blood moving through the body, but I would ask him to soften and I might have my hand on his shoulder or his chest and ask him to soften, to just think of where my hand is and to soften. And with me embodying that, what I would call my fluidness Mm -hmm. with my embodiment of it, there is a, there's a transference that can happen often with a client. So that would be one way as a practitioner that I would approach that. In a class or a workshop, I can actually guide people through an experience of uh, of a fluid component of the body, and they have an opportunity to explore that with, with uh, gentle movements. Well, so that's really interesting. One of the things that I have been hearing recently, and this is just new, I had not heard it, and now all of a sudden I'm seeing it everywhere, is that if you have disc issues or joint issues, that one of the ways to treat it is to stay really well hydrated. Have you heard anything about that? I know that's slightly different from what you're talking about, but this is a new idea that I hear. Uh, no, yes. And so here's, here's the latest uh, research that's really coming out that is very exciting for particularly people who are in the bodywork field is around connective tissue. And so connective tissue is, you know, everything in our body is composed of connective tissue. And most people would be uh, familiar with connective tissue when they think about the fascia that surrounds muscles. And what's really critical, and uh, what's really critical is that our connective tissue stay hydrated. Mm 
And they're just having so many discoveries right now about the connective tissue and what an important feature in, uh, it plays in our health. And certainly hydration will impact the connective tissue. It will impact the discs. So it is important. But there are many, many features that will, uh, that will impact your discs. And one is certainly movement. And if people are sitting at a desk all day and not really moving well, then that's going to be a hindrance to the health of their back. There are certain planes of motion that the spine moves in, and these are important motions that we should be practicing every day. And again, if someone is, is uh, more sedentary, they're not getting that movement through their back and their spine. Okay. Yes, because there are so many people who have, you know, especially I'm in getting into middle age, you know, so many friends and clients starting to get real back pain and yes. real joint issues. Mm -hmm. So, you know, one of the things that you've talked about a couple times is somatic. What does somatic mean? I think a lot of people, how would you explain that? Yeah, so soma is the body for in Greek. And so it's just somatic is about the body or in the body. So it's just a word that we use, but it, it, it represents the body. Okay. And when I'm going back a little bit, one of the things that I loved that you said about what you would do with somebody who comes in to get them to feel the fluidity is the idea of softening. Yeah. And even as you say that, I could even just now feel myself a little bit softening. Like yes. use this way, and this is one of the things that also really impacts our brain and how we show up is there's a way in which we are so um, defended and we're going to do things and we're going to get them done. And then that's in our physical and the way we think. And then there's reminders to soften. Yes. Ah, you can just take a deep <laughs> breath. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it's interesting because I can, you know, one of my one of my gifts is when people walk into the studio, I mean, generally, I mean, when you take an Alexander session, a private session, that we, the session is divided up into two parts. One is at a chair. So I work with someone at a chair. And it's interesting because, you know, I'll do some very gentle hands-on work. I'll ask them to stand and sit a few times. And I can pretty much see what their patterns are and where their stressors are. And because all of your habitual patterns will come up when you move from sitting to standing and standing to sitting. Now, shoulders hike. And then if I have someone just stand and I'm having a conversation with them, if they're the type A personality where I got to get things done, I have to do this, I'm late, usually their chest is held forward, you know, in this, uh, in this pattern of, of, of um, in a certain stance that they got to get things done, that type A personality. And that's when I'll just gently put my hands on their sternum and just kind of have a conversation with them and ask them to soften a little bit. And that's where the changes can happen in that subtle ground. Yes. Yes. And it's these little micro changes in awareness. And so, you know, this is a lot of what, you know, Absolutely. with my clients is where I'm helping them to actually change their brain patterns and the way they think. So it yes. sounds like with the Alexander technique and maybe with your back program, you're helping people to reprogram their brain so that they hold themselves differently and move differently. 
It's certainly a part of it, you know, because again, there are so many integrating factors that want to come together um, to make this change and shift. And it's, it's, you just don't want to focus on one thing. Um, especially if someone is dealing with chronic issues or chronic pain, or maybe they have really low self-esteem and they don't feel good about who they are. Um, oftentimes when someone is in that, uh, in that mindset or in that position, it really does take uh, a few different ways. To loop. I mean, there are several components that usually have to come together to support you in making okay. a shift. Okay, so do you change. mind, like, just very briefly, what are those components? Like, so somebody comes to you and they're feeling very down about themselves. Right. So what, number one is I'm not a therapist. I mean, I, you know, I have a lot of skills, but I'm not a trained therapist. So if someone is uh, really dealing with uh, depression and not feeling good about themselves, low self-esteem, I would recommend that they do start some therapy if they're not already in therapy, um, because that helps um, with doing somatic work and working on the body and having that, that microscope on the body and also pay, having someone support you through what's going on in your mind and your thinking, those things to come together really beautifully. Another aspect would be um, nutrition. So if someone is uh, having a depressive episodes or not feeling good about themselves, I mean, sometimes it can be something that they're eating or if they're in a, locked up in a pattern of eating a lot of sugars or white carbs or things that they know or foods that have uh, ingredients uh, that are added to it that are that it, we know are not good for you. That's another component. So diet comes in. So potentially you need some help from a therapist and they come in for Alexander technique, but then they also need to move. So I would invite them to come to one of my restorative movement classes or to one of the workshops because you can take what you're learning in the Alexander room, but it wants to spill over into your life. So if you're learning about the a relationship of the balance of the torso, we're just not doing it in that room, but you want to take that out. So there are so many different factors that come together. And um, oftentimes it really does take a village <laughs> yeah. to get you up and moving and feeling confident and feeling really with a lot of self-esteem and to have the success that you want in the world. Yes, that's beautiful. And that's what I think so much awareness is coming to is when you are dealing with pain and discomfort in your brain and and your body that there are so many factors the nutrition i have so many clients who one of the things we address is you know is gluten actually yeah. causing your depression not causing contributing is what i would say and how different do you feel if you've stopped eating that so and along with the movement and the exercise that's beautiful mm -hmm. so Let's say I always love to have practical tips for the listeners. So let's say if there's somebody at home now, and I'm going to include myself in this one. <laughs> so, and I know that I slump, you know, no matter that I am fairly active and do yoga and all of this, I do have a way in which I sometimes cave in. I can yeah. feel that the yeah. shoulders rounding forward. So what kind of awareness would you suggest? that we bring to that. So the whole reason I have put 30 plus years of my life into your brilliant back program. And I have thought about it for a long time because all my clients, I mean, it gets expensive to do 
a lot of different uh, body works, as you well know, you know, and I try and make my prices reasonable if people come in for a series, but you have to be able to take that home. And so I have so many clients that say to me, you know, what can I do at home to remind myself of this? So I have really spent the better part of a year working on Your Brilliant Back, and it's divided up into 28 days, and each day is under 10 minutes. And, you know, remark, you know, one day on its own, if you listen to it, you may think, okay, well, that's good. Uh, I don't see how much I'm going to change over that. But when you stack those days on top of each other, and you have that information every single day for under 10 minutes that you're thinking about it, it really does make a, uh, a, a momentum for you across that time frame that will help you change patterns. And I really recommend, and right now, actually, I'm, I am having a, a discount uh, for your listeners and for a, a few other people that I've been working with um, right now on my program for about the next week. But it will give you the information um, there are visuals. I do some demonstrations. You get to practice a little bit. It is not a movement program. It is not an exercise program. It's not a yoga program. Your Brilliant Back is about developing your awareness to how you use your body. And I really recommend that. And it's something that you can go through a few different times. I mean, once you have the program, it's yours. Um, and I really do strongly recommend it. And it's so much of my uh, work over the past 30 years that have gone into that program. That sounds great. And yes, that, um, you know, what you're saying and that it's not one thing is groundbreaking in and of itself. And yet it's the accumulation and the repeated, the repeated returning your attention to it. It's like building the muscle of your brain to have that awareness and, Yes, it's about, you know, it's also what builds awareness is the thing that's going to be helpful is directing your thoughts. So, for instance, if you find yourself slumping, you have to realize first that you're doing it, okay? And then the, the program guides you through step-by-step step how to start to shift and change that pattern. So, it really does make a difference. It is cumulative. It builds awareness and it guides you in how to direct your thinking in those 10 minutes each day that can impact you through the rest of the day. That's great. That's beautiful. I think that um, the impact also, when we feel comfortable in our bodies, we are able to really put that much more attention on, you know, who we are and how we show up in the world. So I support your work with the body and I'm glad you're out there doing it. Yes. Thank you so much. Yes. And thank you for sharing all of your wisdom with us today. Um, Listeners, I thank you for showing up for yourselves, for wanting to make changes yourselves in your, in your lives. Um, Rita, remind the listeners where they can learn more about you and your um, back program. So my website is RitaRivera.com. And the program is yourbrilliantback.com. Great. Thank you so much, Rita. You're very welcome. It was a pleasure. Great. Thank you. And everyone, until next time, go out and remember that you do hold the power to change and transform your world. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? 
Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.